Hi, this is Tiffany, and I love AVA Live Radio. This is Brian J. Klein, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hey, this is Rob Hill from Canada, and I absolutely love AVA Live Radio. Hi, this is Tara Everly of Iridescence, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hey, guys, this is Jacqueline Jackson, and I love AVA Live Radio. This is Lainey Nash, and I love AVA Live Radio. This is Chris Bishop, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hi, this is Naomi Som, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hi, we're Orange Avenue. And we love AVA Live Radio. Welcome, welcome everyone. This is Jacqueline Jacks, your host of AVA Live Radio. And in Christmas tradition, as we do every year, we have a little visitor come and say hi to us. Tell us what he's been doing and also spread some really great cheer as well as some really cool songs. I've got some loaded in the check, but first, before the interview, we're going to play his newest one. This is Merry Merry Christmas from Robbie the Elf. We'll be right back after this. So you see and every 
bringing so much cheer and inspiring messages to everyone for Christmas. That's Robbie the Elf with Merry, Merry Christmas. Please welcome him to AVA Live Radio. Hey, Robbie, thanks for dropping in today. Hey, yo, yo, thanks for having me. I appreciate you. This is like like a normal Christmas tradition we're starting here. It certainly is. I'm very excited. I love having you here. We've got some more songs to play after the interview today, so I hope everybody will stay tuned for them. Tell me about this one now. You've got a video and everything for it. Yeah, well, um, each year I try to challenge myself to do something a little bit different, and this was a pop song. It actually took two years in the making. I went through, uh, I think, six composers and several different people involved to get this to happen. Uh, I wrote this for a young lady who has some several challenges in her life, and uh, I, she sings locally. She has a great voice, and she has a lot of gigs going different competitions and, and churches and whatnot. And I asked her, I said, you know, I would like to get you on a song, and if I wrote a song for you, would you sing on it? And she said she would love to, so I wrote this song for her. And it didn't come, we didn't get it done last year, but uh, we got it done this year. And then the video was uh, another uh painstaking event which took many many months there was some uh, almost some legal issues involved that uh, things didn't happen the way they should have and I wound up having to go to my my normal guy that I normally use and he had to fix some things and uh, finish it up and what you see on YouTube today is what we have well, I got to say, you guys did a great job. It looks like you went through a lot of trouble in the video because there's a lot of green screening, a lot of different, you know, areas that you're doing and a lot of different scenes, which I know can take a huge amount of time. I'm sorry to hear that you had some issues, too. Yeah, it, this stuff happens. People don't understand. And, it, you know, people don't, don't realize or think about and don't really care how long it took to do something, how much money it cost, or the aggravation or the headache. The only thing they want to do is just hear a good song and see a good music video. That's, that's the right. bottom line. That's exactly it, yeah. But, you know, the good thing is your songs, they're worth the effort because they're good every year. Like, we're going to be playing a few from uh, the previous times that we've been working with you, and they're just bright and shiny and new every single Christmas. You know, it's something that people haven't heard and I think that that's really important that you've taken so much time in each one because they're never going to go away. Christmas songs are wonderful. Well, I appreciate your, your kind words there. And that's what started me into Christmas rap music and developing my alter ego is that I was, I've been through some hard times myself and I've been uh, homeless uh, a couple times, more than a couple times. But anyway, uh, uh, one time happened right before Christmas and I, I got a uh, home 
uh, December the 14th, 2005, and I had no furniture, no TV, and I thought, this is going to suck. The holidays are uh. terrible. And then I realized, you know what, I'm not the only one. There's other no. people out there that got it worse than I do. So I realized that, you know, if there, is there something I can do to maybe lift their spirits just for a couple of minutes and get their mind off their issues? And I didn't know it at the time, but, you know, if I'm spending my time working with other people, it does two things. It takes away the time that I have to solve sorry for myself, but also yeah. it, it humbles me to realize, you know, others got it worse than me. So that's what got me so started true. doing this. And then last year I had an epiphany. Uh, I was at a, a, a parade in Atlanta or outside Atlanta, and the lady that got me into the parade also owns two cemeteries, and she wanted me involved in a candlelight vigil. And these people are, you know, they've had people die during the year, and it's just a very solemn experience. People are not yeah. happy, not feeling the Christmas spirit because it could have been whoever. And, and when the service was over, she asked me, do you want to do one of your music? And I said, I don't have music for these people. They don't want to hear Christmas Poppins. They don't want to hear Magic from Elves. They don't want to hear things like that. I said, they, they need something to relate on. So I wrote a song for these people, and it's called Jolly and Jingle Bells. And it's not even recorded all the way yet. I just got it done enough to perform it live so I can go to these these services and let people know that the holidays are not always jolly and jingle bells. And the song oh my is very goodness. solemn. And I just want them to understand that I can relate to their pain. And if they're saved by God's grace, they'll see them again one day. So the first verse is, is relating to them. second verse is, is hopefully inspiring and, and, and give them hope. And this that will be released next year. And it's just a very uh, slow song, and it's just very serious. But uh, I've done it, uh, recorded it, uh, just a live version for, for right now. But it'll be out next year. So uh, sometimes it's funny and sometimes it's serious. But uh, most of the time it's hip-hop, and it's always Christmas. Well, God bless you. You know, I almost lost both of my parents this year, and I'm sitting here so thankful that I get to talk to them and spend this Christmas with them and, you know, and, and, oh my goodness, you would be doing such a huge favor to people that go through any of these things. Just at Christmas time, it's, you know, the stress is tremendous. I have to say, you know, like yes. no matter what I do, um, it always seems to hit the people around me and my family the hardest at Christmas time. It's, it's for some reason, it's just, even if on the outside they don't look stressed, for some reason they're just going through it. And we can even all be together and still see that stress kind of come through. I don't know what it is about this time of year. For me, this time of year means so many good things. You know, I'm I'm excited because I actually can't wait for New Year's. So New Year's <laughs> is like my favorite my favorite moment. You know, that, that striking of the ball when we have a brand new year and it starts all over again. That's my very favorite time of year. So I guess it just well, yeah, depends I, on the person. Yeah, that's, that's like a new beginning, so I can totally understand. Um, yeah. With, with the holidays, uh, again, I... I at first, I started writing songs about Santa and Elves just to, just to make people just chuckle and, and to make them take their, their mind off their problems. But as it's gone on, people are like, well, you know, how are you going to keep doing that? And they don't realize, well, I have realized that there is so much more to relate to Christmas than just Santa and Elves. 
I've written a song for my church called Christmas Forgiveness, and I gave it to them. I don't even own the song. I perform it live to dedicate it to them, but I don't even own the song. But it's about forgiveness because what happens during the holidays especially, we have the family get-togethers, and there's always somebody missing because they got beef with somebody else. So this song oh, so true. is about dropping your beef, solving your problems, and going on and come on home and doing away with all that. So I've written songs yeah. like that, and then with the uh, Joy and Jolly, uh, Jolly and Jingle Bell, rather. Um, it, it's just different, and it still relates to the holidays because it relates more than just Santa and Elves. It's really a shame that people have to go through a near-death experience, you know, in order to appreciate those moments, to appreciate that you, you could just drop everything and just spend some time together and everybody just do their part not to remember the bad, but only remember all the good, you know, just to be together, have that moment. Yeah, and uh, just the time is super important because... Uh, it is. You don't have Frank. a lot of time. I mean, exactly. like how many how many days do we really have, <laughs> right? We gotta make yep. the most out of them, and not exactly. be worried about the anger. Exactly right. Uh, That's what we, I love about got... you, Robbie. I think you're just you're so full of that spirit, and you've had the down times, and you've had the struggles and the challenges. So you really you can make it relatable, and you do. I think you do a great job. It's always a pleasure to have you here. You know. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I think it's uh, Anne Frank that said that people receive more flowers than living ones because regret yeah. is stronger than gratitude. So we yeah, can we can always spend the just spend the time and people are uh, get the, they they call the Christmas spirit of giving things, but they're giving in expectation of something in return, which means it's not giving; it's a trade. You know, That's giving the means you're giving something to someone else. A gift is giving to someone that they cannot give back to. And not yeah. expect in return. And that includes appreciation. Exactly. When I wrote Jolly and Jingle Bells, I went to a nursing home, uh, what was it, last Saturday. Last Saturday. And uh, I, I wanted to ask the, uh, the activities director, would it be okay to do that song for these people in a nursing home? I didn't want to stumble on toes if they had a recent death or anything. Right, and, uh, yeah. She said, no, no, I'll be fine. Now, she sees me twice a year. I do Christmas in July there, too. So oh, she's nice. doing work, and uh, she comes out and takes pictures, and she goes back in her office, and I'm used to it. She's used to me, so she's doing her thing. But then when I did Jolly and Jingle Bell, she came out, and I realized, you know, oh, I forgot. Her husband died a couple of years back about this time. Oh, so, no. Yeah, and I'm thinking, wow, I shouldn't. I'm, man, I wish I'd even have said anything, but I think maybe it might have reached her just a little bit and I hope yeah. that, that that's my my hope yeah. somebody well I'm dying to hear the song I think it's it's really an important song to have you know in your in your repertoire and I think it's going to come in really handy to soothe a lot of souls in a lot of different circumstances for what you do it's really great that you do July too you do Christmas in July I like that yeah I, I go wherever wherever I can um, a little reminder, right? right? Yeah, yeah, and, and I'm really busy. You know, right now is my season, so uh, I went to a boys shelter Saturday morning, and then nursing home on Saturday afternoon. So his songs are totally fantastic. Different. Oh it's my gosh, fun. fantastic though! That is so so great. What do you typically do? Are, is Santa Claus there too? Or are you handing out toys no. or and and performing? 
it depends on where I go and, and what I have either uh, available from my own personal funds or what's donated to me. But uh, when I go to Shriners Children's Hospital, I go there and I give each child a present and I do a song room to room. And then when I go to there's uh, I give them no presents. I just I did a performance for about 30 minutes. And they're all up-tempo songs and uh, stuff. They can get them up off the chairs because they're preteens and teenagers. Oh, my so gosh. That's amazing. And then, but I, I know they don't want to hear jo- uh, Jolly and Jingle Bells. They don't want to hear Christmas Forgiveness. That's not things they want to hear, but that's the things that the nursing home wants us to hear. So uh, it's totally yeah. different. It's not something I just... It's not a universal set for every every situation. Right, makes you know, sense. I parade, I do a parade. Uh, it's going to be all up tempo songs to get people pumping and jumping and, and getting up and, and get people bouncing a little bit. Um, doing Christmas popping, uh, the Elfling, the boogie booty bounce. Uh, I got the boom, uh, the rhythm of Christmas spirit. All these songs are up tempo, same thing to get people uh, jumping and. Uh, I just really enjoy seeing people's reactions to it. It's something they've never heard before. And uh, people think at first, if I tell them what I do, they think I'm rapping uh, Jingle Bells. One of the kids at the <laughs> when I told him, hey, I'm Robbie the Elf, I'm going to do some Christmas rap for you guys, he, he started humming Jingle Bells. I'm like, dude, I'm not doing Jingle Bells. I said, it's all <laughs> and uh, just hold tight, and I'm, I'm going I'm to light you up. And as soon as I turn the music on, I'm like, whoa. And I, I, it was it was a fun time. I can't film these kids because they're in protection from usually their parents. I can't film the kids usually at the Shriners Children's Hospital. I don't ask them what their prognoses are or anything like that. I just try to just lift the spirit for a minute. Uh, a couple of years back, I was at Shriners, and I was doing a song, The Legion of Elves, which is up-tempo. And uh, a kid was in braces in the rehab room, and he started bouncing a little bit. And he said, I'd like to dance with you on that song. And they let us film Aww. it. The dad, no. Yeah, he signed a release, and, and I, I filmed it on my personal phone. And I told him I'd put it in the cloud, and it, you know, I'll send it to him. And the mom emailed me like seven times thanking me for it. But they gave me permission to put it on YouTube, and it's on there called Help an Elf. But the music's from Legion of Elves. And the, the kid's nine years old. The only thing I know, uh, I don't like to say I don't inquire, but the kid was in some sort of accident when he was seven, and his the mom got a phone call said the kid died, and he died three times in one day. He was in a coma for 69 days, and he come out of the coma talking oh about him dying. Jesus, wow! So thinking, I believe that's where he was at, and uh, now he yeah. didn't no for that. But uh, the memory was taken because why would you you come back to earth from heaven? I mean, you'd be depressed. So he lost that memory. But it's just a blessing, and people think, oh, you do this for other people, you're going to be blessed, and they don't understand what the blessing is. The blessing is instantaneous. It's not about getting a financial uh, boost later or a bonus or something. That's not what the blessing is. When you give something to somebody, and it could be a child or an elderly person or somebody that's just have lost a child, and you reach out to them spend some time with that person, Oh, yeah. the glistening of your eyes an instant blessing. Oh my goodness. I can I can totally understand what you're saying, you know. I I've done many, many children's charities at Christmas time. And I have uh handed out gifts and, and spent that time and 
it's amazing the just the reward of it you know it really does make you appreciate what you know all the goodness that you have and the the difference that you can make in people's lives and as far as forgiveness goes my gosh you know what people that are listening right now if there's somebody in your life that you haven't forgiven if you're mad at your mother your father your brother your sister there's a friend or whatever forgiveness isn't even just about setting them free it's about setting you free because as long as you're angry and you hold anger you're a prisoner to it so if for nothing else do it for that reason yeah exactly uh, Martin Luther King said uh, I stick with love because hate is too great a burden to bear it is it's a terrible terrible stress on you and you know I've come through a lot of stress in my life and and just recently you know um going through this process with my mom and getting her well and everything I I realized that life is just way too short and too fragile to be stressed and to bring that on yourself just by holding anger or any anything worrying too much letting all the little struggles get to you right And, and just not letting them bounce just not letting them bounce off um it's just so bad for you and it's just such a bad way to spend even a moment's time that you just don't have right that's exactly right and see when you talk about worry uh i'll go back and and give a little a little testimony real quick about a couple weeks ago we had a bad snowstorm coming and i was going to atlanta and i was told uh you can't you shouldn't go to atlanta because you won't make it back you have to be at Shriners on Monday, and you're going to get snowed in the, down in Atlanta, and you won't make it back. And the storm yeah. was supposed to be here Friday night and Saturday, night, Saturday morning. But I prayed to God, and I asked him, I said, Lord, if you do me a favor, I'll witness this, and I can't repay you, but I'll, I'm, I'm needing this. I'm going to need you to postpone that storm until I get back. And suddenly the storm was dead, uh, predicted now Saturday to Sunday. No. Yeah, that happened, and it, initially it was Friday and Saturday, and then all of a sudden it's Saturday, Sunday, after I prayed. Oh, my goodness. And, That's great. And it was ice over Sunday night, so you're still not supposed to make it to the Shriners on Monday morning. And when I'm down in Atlanta, I did the parade on Friday night, and then Saturday evening, the lady that got me there for the vigil asked me, she said, listen, I know the weather's supposed to be bad of your way. If you leave now, we understand it's okay. You can leave early and you can get home early. And I said, no, uh, I, can't. I can't leave early. I wrote this song for these people. I have to do uh, this for these people. Don't worry about the storms. God's got the storm. I've got to do the song. So yeah. I did the song for these people, and I left immediately after. And it took four and a half hours to do a three-hour drive. But I oh made it. Gosh. And if 30 minutes later, I would not have made it. I wouldn't have made it. And then somebody uh, I said, no, I got God. God did this for me. And then it was supposed to ice over Sunday night, so I would not have made it to the Shriners on Monday, but it warmed up instead of got getting colder. So I did everything that I was supposed to do without the storm affecting me whatsoever. And it's all due to the power of prayer. So anybody that's out there that doesn't understand that, they need to have a relationship with God Almighty, and they have to do that through Jesus Christ. So I use Robbie the Elf as a platform to witness and give my testimony for what he's done for me. You also have, you have such good karma coming to you all the time, Robbie, you know, for everything that you do. You really do. You live your life to serve others and you live your life to bring 
joy and comfort to other people. That's a very, very special thing to do. I'm, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I've had, I've, I've been through some rough times, and there's not a yeah. lot of things have gone through that I haven't. There, but mm. then when I look around, when I feel down, I look around and see others who've got it worse than me. Oh, do they ever, right? So, so so much worse. I mean, we can talk, we can get up every day, we can fend for ourselves, we can, you know, do all the little basic things to take care of our own personal needs. I mean, there's just so much that we're thankful for, and we just need to remember that every single day. And anyone listening to this segment right now, anyone feeling down, and the reason why you're probably here is because you are having a rough Christmas and you're feeling down. Remember all the gifts. I mean, you're here, you're alive, you know, you're breathing, you're able to listen to this broadcast right now, and that is a blessing in itself, so everything else is gravy from that point on. Exactly, exactly. It really is. Let's just remind them. Yeah, when you know, no matter what we've been through, uh, everybody's everybody's had a hard times. Everybody has. Sure, every day. Every day. But we can either dwell on that negative, or we can focus on our blessings. Yes. Now I'm not saying you're not going to get over uh, if you're a parent who's lost a child, and if you're close yeah. to your parents and your parents die. I, that mm. you know, I can't. I can't tell you to lighten up. I can't tell you to get over it. Everybody's different. The only therapy that I, the best therapy I've found is if I'm focusing on other people, I have less time to focus on me. You know what? With those kind of situations, I always think, um, well, having been through that this last three months of facing the fact that I probably, you know, um, will have to learn what to do when I lose my parents, right? And I just didn't think I'd ever be ready for that moment in time. And having gone through almost losing them both and seeing them, you know, make a big comeback, I realized that, one, I'm a lot stronger than I ever thought that I would have been. And, two, it it allows me to think about all of the wonderful gifts that they gave me, all of the wonderful time that they gave me. And they're still giving it, thank God, for that. But if, if something would have happened and they wouldn't have been here this Christmas, I learned through this that I have to let myself live and I have to prepare myself for whatever is going to be in my path because things will happen and it's kind of inevitable. There's nothing I can do. You know, not a whole lot I can do to change, uh, you know, so somebody passing away. It's, it's just something that's a little out of our control. So you just have to learn that the person that you've lost or that you might lose, they want you to live. They don't want you to stop living. They don't want you to to take their memory and be sad every day as a result of it. You know, so it's not a good way to go. It's not good to continue to mourn. It's good to celebrate their life and the time that they had here because now they've gone on to go do something else. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's now their time to... I believe it's their time to go learn something else because they've learned what they needed and they accomplished what they needed to do here at that moment. And now it's time for them to move forward. So that's just what I've come to, you know, that's what I've learned in like the past few months. And I hope that gives somebody some comfort because it certainly did give me comfort. 
You're very well said. Robbie, it's so nice to have you here. What are you going to be doing now in this next week as we go into our Christmas, our final 10 days? I mean, we're like nine-day countdown, right, to New Year's? So what's your, what's your week look like? Uh, I'm, as soon as we're done here, I change clothes and go get the rental car, and I drive to Charlotte. I'm going up there to do a house party tonight. Um, I was there about four years ago. I do house parties, corporate events. I do churches, uh, radio interviews, TV uh, parades. Parades are awesome. I love them. And uh, just do whatever I can, whenever I can. But uh, four years ago, these people uh, got me up there. And uh, when I say kids, I mean somebody under 21. But uh, these kids were about 12, 13 average, I guess, back then. And they enjoyed me, so they asked me to come back so four years later. So I don't guess, you know, 17, 18. But now I'll just change the music up a little bit, do some different songs for them, get them pumped up and uh, have some good time. And this will be some multi-generational people there as well. So uh, we'll see what happens. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, you have a great time. I will be looking out for those pictures on social media. Hopefully you'll share some of that some of that goodness on Instagram or one of the social media pages with us. That would be fun. Yeah. And, uh, if you want to hear Jolly and Jingle Bells, uh, it is on, uh, Facebook. If you just type in Jolly and Jingle Bells, you'll find it. Oh, I'm going to look. Thank you for giving me that. Guys, as I go out here, I'm going to play two songs. Robbie the Elf. This one is called Don't Be No Scrooge, and the other one is Magic for Elves. You guys have a wonderful Christmas. We will catch you out there on social media for sure, and thanks for listening and sharing this with a friend today. Y'all have a wonderful, wonderful holiday, and Happy New Year, too. Thank you, you There's some out there that's hating on the holidays. So I wrote this song, and it's pertaining to that phase. Once upon a time, there was this little girl named Lucy. Was the first cousin of Cindy Lou Who down in Whoville. She had an old pair of skates, had no brakes, and a loose wheel. She needed a new set of plates, not some crazy thing that you built. Ever since she was a tiny little Lucy, who had to stitch. She wanna be a limpid skater, use your skates in a pinch. Yet her rollers were worn out, and she needed her fix. But there were no boots in Whoville ever since there was a Grinch. Lucy went to Santa and said, I believe in you. All I want for Christmas for the holidays through is a new set of derby skates and that's overdue. Make them pink, white, or glittery and that'd be cool too. She wanna be a champion, so much to prove. Lucy got her campaign on, not much to lose. To take your dreams and beyond, you know it's true. And if your guts are adequate, it's up to you. Scrooge, yeah, you know the rules. You act the fool. Sabi. His desire flowed like tidal waves, a tsunami. Rob-
Bobby went up to Santa and sat up on his knee. He said, all I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. No, actually, not really. No, I don't need no tooth. I'm just sick of these ill people. Somebody called Dr. Seuss. Some peeps hating on you. You'll tide in Christmas Day. Santa, they hating on the elves. Some just hate the holidays. I hate all this complaining. I try not to engage, but I wish they keep their mouth closed if they got no good to say. I want to walk up to them and be like, hey, like, hey, bro, and maybe intimidate them so they be like, hey, like, whoa, you're hating Christmas wreaths and trees, you ain't mistletoe, this snow gave you a cold, yo, go blow your nose, Scrooge, yeah, you know the rules, you, know you act a fool, no kid is for you. Robert the Elf here kicking, representing, straight up jamming from the north side. Y'all check this out. I got something for you. Kick it. When Santa was a little boy, he didn't have himself the toy. He didn't have anything to play around, but he didn't. Let it get him down. He always stayed positive because he knew he was marrying Mrs. Claus. And then again, they make magic appear. Then Santa got a tiny reindeer. On dark, on blizzard, on wonder, and bow. Leaning off his Rudolph and his big red nose. Traveling all around the world. Giving presents to little boys and girls. And when they finish sitting, feeling good about themselves, they couldn't have done it without. Go 
Listen, I don't help, don't help. Somebody bring me a cookie.